Welcome to Date Yourself, the podcast. I'm your host, Amber, and no matter if you're married or single, I think the world would be a better place if we all dated ourselves. During this podcast, we discuss being unapologetically yourself, ditching the bullshit, and tuning into more peace by making joy a choice. Through listening to this podcast, you might create a lifelong glow-up, just saying. It's time you start appreciating yourself more and date yourself. Welcome to episode 10, my love. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is going to be a lengthy one, so I hope you're into that. We're going to get into the nitty-gritty of getting out patterns that don't serve as like a victim mentality and taking charge of your life through various practices that I love to use. But before we hop into the episode, I wanted to make sure that you know about the Date Yourself Guide. It's going to turn into the Glow Up Bundle, but for now it's still called a Date Yourself Guide. You can grab that for free and it has a EFT practice video, which I'm going to explain a lot more about why EFT is so helpful and amazing for rewriting your belief system. I also share my favorite journal prompts with you to let go of your critique voice, like where it comes from, why it's there. And then I also share my favorite meditation with you, which uh, people are loving to really dive deeper into what they need and connect with their intuition. Someone just recently DM'd me about it and said like, I'm so glad that you have created this and are sharing this with other people to use. So that made me feel really good, but that's how you know that it works, right? So grab your free date yourself guide through the show notes. It's going to be called the glow up bundle soon. And I really hope that you enjoy it. Okay, let's dive right into this juicy episode. So today I am going to share with you how I rewrite my own story. And you know that I'm all about putting you back into your power in this podcast and through all of what I do I love to help you come home to yourself what holds us back the most I've noticed are our stories the stories that we tell ourselves and you've probably heard me talk about this before but I wanted to get even deeper into this today in a practical way so how can you take action on changing your story and in what ways does it show up what is something that you can better like not do Uh, all of those things I'm going to discuss in this episode so Um, make some notes if you feel inspired to, because this is going to save you so much time, energy, and heartbreak, because you can literally change your story into a success story if you're willing to look at your belief system. Your belief system is subconscious programming, which means that they are thoughts that your subconscious keeps repeating over and over again. A belief is a thought that you don't think about anymore and so our thoughts are repeated 95% of the time so through your whole day we have like a dozen thoughts that we think right and so 95% of those thoughts are repeated so those are the beliefs that you don't think about anymore so that 5% we are conscious of and so what if we could get into that 95% and change them into something that is supportive for your journey, for your growth. It's like a lot of potential that we don't even know about, right? Until you start to pay attention to that 95%. So what are those thoughts that you are thinking that you don't consciously think? It's an unconscious thought. Beliefs are a subconscious thing. And so your subconscious programming 
Those are neural pathways in your brain. So these thoughts, they create a their own pathway in your brain. And so it's really easy to go over them because it has become this really solid belief. So you kind of fall back on that programming because it has become a neural pathway in your brain. I hope that you can picture this. And so if you want to change your story, you have to change that neural pathway. And this is what I've been practicing for the last five years through EFT mostly, but also through journaling. And so I want to share these tools with you today because I truly think that it can change your life for the better. Because with that, you are going to become conscious of that 95% if you want to, and then change that into something that is empowering. Can you imagine the potential that is there? If you do that, right? They say change your mindset, change your life. I believe mindset is your belief system. And I've experienced this firsthand. So I'm going to give you some examples of of this as well. But I first want to get into how to start doing this. And it might sound very counterintuitive, but the first step to changing your belief is to accept it. So if you are disappointed, if you are frustrated with, how things are going, and you recognize that you don't feel good enough, you might get really frustrated also knowing that this is holding you back, like that belief, that thought, and we all have this belief, this thought. There are a few people who completely feel good enough all the time, right? We, It is like a neural pathway that we fall back on. Um, so working with that can feel frustrating, But the first step is to accept where you're at right now. Otherwise, you are going to resist what is already there. And so what we resist persists. So what, and I'm going to repeat that again, what you resist persists. So it's, it's going to knock even more on your door. Same thing with emotions, right? If you sweep them under the rug, they're going to come up even uh, bigger, louder, because they want to be seen. So the first step always is acceptance. Acceptance of you feeling disappointed. Acceptance of where you are right now in your journey. Like full acceptance of where you're at. Because what this does is it it kind of relaxes you. You're not pushing against it anymore. You're not trying to make it anything different than it is. If you have fully accepted it and there's no resistance to it anymore, then you can start to look into a different story that you want to tell yourself. So it's not about changing what is there. It's not about ignoring your feelings or your beliefs or your thoughts because they're already there. And so if we can be compassionate towards them and curious, this is like the magic word for today's episode, being curious and compassionate. I've learned this from Haley Hoffman-Smith. She says, becoming the curious, and compassionate detective. So if you become curious and you are kind of this thought detective by looking into what your beliefs actually are, why you are actually thinking these non-empowering things, if you can figure out the worst parts of it, So you get into the feeling, you get into the memory, you get into all the stuff that happens leading up to you feeling this way and believing this thing, because those things are real, right? Those things happened. And so we need to acknowledge and accept them and really get into it in order to not resist it anymore. 
And that's what you do by being a compassionate and curious detective. Just to look at them and say like, oh, that's interesting. Because that's all it is, right? Those things happened in the past and so it's okay, you're, you're here right now and no need to beat yourself up for it. And probably it has become a non-empowering story, right? Because you kind of got... I, I don't like to use the word stuck because I don't think we're stuck. I just feel like we're in this in-between stage if we feel stuck. So if you are in this in-between stage of still repeating that story, you can start to figure out how to move forward. Because you also don't want to play that story, but playing those stories of the past in our minds and letting them become a neural pathway, right? That's what our brain does. So what you believe is what your subconscious will reflect back to you. You can start to play with that story and to change it into something new if you become conscious of it, right? Because it is an unconscious pattern. And so you're subconscious will reflect back to you what you are focused on. So what you believe or what you, for example, really want. If you want a specific item, you're going to see it all around you suddenly because you have given your subconscious the task of finding it, right? And so if you give your subconscious the assignment of believing something, it's going to reflect it back to you. Another example for this is like if you are in a crowd, for example, at a festival, um, there is a lot of noise, right? But you can still pick up on someone saying your name. Even if it's not someone that you know, like it kind of sounds like your name, you're going to be like, wait, did someone just um, call for me, right? That's because of your subconscious. And so that is just how it works. But you are focused on, you will see reflected into your reality. Um, this part of the brain is called the RAS. It's really useful, but most of the time we are not fully um, working with it because you can start to work with it instead of just letting it do whatever it wants to do, right? To um, reflect back to you what you are believing, right? So if you feed it something different, if you give it a task of focusing on something positive, on something that you really want to manifest, for example, it's going to reflect that back to you. One of the ways that I love to work with this is that I think about what it is that I want and then I start to actively give my uh, subconscious, my RAS, my brain, that part of the brain, the areas, the task of focusing on that. So if I don't believe that something is possible for me, I will start to actively look for examples that it is possible. And I also set my intention to focus on that. And so my RAS, that part of my brain, will start to look for proof that it is really possible. And this works like magic. I've done this many times and most of the time it just... For example, I've always wanted to live in another country. And so I follow people who travel a lot. I follow people who have moved country. And so now I have a friend who uh, immigrated to Sweden. And uh, I talked to her and her husband about living in another country and I think that they are so inspiring. And so I just had proof because they're so happy there. Like if fear of some people is like, are, am I going to be, are you going to be really lonely? You have to like start all over again and whatnot. I'm not really scared of that. I, I actually think that that's pretty exciting. Um, and I still have my people here, right? 
But they are so happy and thriving there in Sweden and they have made a lot of friends already and they have two kids and they are so excited about it as well. Sometimes you see that the kids are more there for their parents than that they actually wanted to move there as well, right? Which is so sad uh, and it's so complicated as well, right? But now I have like true proof because I've been there, I've seen those boys um just be so excited to be there. I, I've talked with them about immigrating. I've seen how successful it can be. I can see how they are thriving, right? I truly believe that my areas like connected me to them uh, because I've given it the task to focus on that, right? That's a small example. So how can you start to do this as well? So that is one example, right? To Decide on what you want and then start to actively look for it and get and through that you're giving your brain the task of focusing on it as well. So you will accumulate proof that it's possible for you to and give it positive experiences. And so you will start to become really positive and uh, confident that you can do it as well. Right. And that's how you manifest. If you believe that it can happen, that is what we be reflected back to you. It's going to feel more normal for you. And so you are going to move into that direction. So what I like to do if I come across something that I don't like, or I come across a unhelpful thought belief system, the first thing you have to do is to be conscious, right? Of your thoughts, to be that conscious and compassionate detective. So I am sometimes going through my days and just not paying attention to it because that's that 95%, right? It's repeated thoughts that you're not aware of anymore. So if I get into an issue um, when I really want something to happen, but it doesn't happen or it just goes really differently than I want it to, or I just feel like I need some change, that is when I become aware of, okay, where am I at? Where am I at? How am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? Where am I scared of? Uh, And then I get into why am I scared of that? Or why am I frustrated? Or why am I disappointed? And what is the belief that I keep thinking? What is the story that I keep telling myself about my life? That is where like the gold is. That is where you need to be in order to be able to rewrite your story then you are going to get into what that story is and what it's based on. All the stories that we tell ourselves, even if they're not empowering, they give us some kind of benefit. So some people are truly in the mindset of being the victim, right? And we all know that that is not really helpful because this keeps you in a non-active loop and doesn't give you a lot of change, right? Because we are the creator of our own lives, we need to create that change. We can sit around and wait for someone else, but then we can wait a long time, right? I've been in this mindset before. It's something that is pretty common, Uh, for example, also within my lineage, (laughs) the, the victim mentality. And so this is something that I had to actively work on to not do anymore, especially if it is a pattern that has passed on to you within your family. It's really hard to get out of that because probably... Your home environment, your parents or your siblings or whatever family um, are also repeating this pattern. And so it becomes normal. And that is that subconscious patterning. You're not conscious of the fact that you're doing it because it's become so normal. You don't think about it anymore. It's a belief. It's a thought that you don't think about anymore. The thought can be um, 
I'm so different. I'm like the black sheep and I'm not wanted and I'm weird. Other people don't choose me. Something like that. That is a pattern that has been running in my family, being the black sheep. I just recently found that out and I'm like, okay, I don't want to be in that story anymore. Very interesting. Um, I don't feel like the black sheep anymore, but I've definitely felt like the black sheep before. Feeling really different, left out. And so that is not empowering at all, right? That keeps you in a place of distancing yourself from opportunities and relationships. Because you're already kind of um, the one that takes a step back before something can even happen, right? Because you have this belief of I'm not good enough or they don't want me or I'm not good for this opportunity. That's a story. Is it really true? No, it's not true. You're perfectly fine the way that you are and there are people out there just like you who will love you for you. This is what I've got. This is what uh, my belief is now and that is my reality now. I am so lucky like since I've changed this story there are so many great opportunities that have come my way. I have a lot of beautiful souls around me Um, and so I'm really happy that I caught that story. So what can you do if you are, for example, are in the victim mentality? Well, there is a reason why I kept telling myself that story of I am the victim. Because it also gave me attention. It also gave me um, like people caring about my problems. Like, oh, that's so sad. Like, how can I help you? But it also made me not have to change I was very comfortable there. I knew that if I want to change, I had to get out of that victim mentality. And that's scary. It's scary for a lot of reasons. Because then you have to take responsibility for your own actions. um, Because you are the leader of your own life. I can now say that I am the leader of my own life. And I wouldn't want it any other way. But I used to not be like that. I used to let life overcome me. And that's not an empowering place to be. But it also gave me uh, compassion and love from others and attention. And so it's a choice. It's a choice. Are you ready to get out of a story? And give yourself compassion for it as well, right? I can blame myself for being that way, but I totally get it. That is a pattern that I've took on uh, as I was a child. And I saw that pattern around me. And I'm really happy that my family also changed this pattern. This is something that you see happening as well. If you are the chain breaker, that's what they call it sometimes. If you are the one that decides that you don't want to play that story anymore and you start to change it, your environment, your lineage, your family who has passed on this pattern, if they have, will start to change as well. Subconsciously, they're starting to pick up on like a movement within the family dynamic, right? You are changing the family dynamic. And so it can help but create some kind of change. And this can also be scary because you don't know what's going to happen then, right? This can also be a subconscious uh, block that can make you not want to move forward because intuitively you know that if you are going to change this there is a lot more that is also going to change because it will create some kind of movement and that movement is what creates that change so for example if i change that pattern of not being in the victim mentality anymore and i am going to decide that i want to 
live life. I don't want to be in the backseat anymore. I'm going to sit at the steering wheel and decide where the car is going to go. That has been my decision. That decision is going to create movement and that is actively changing my story. I'm not telling myself anymore, like, I'm going to see where life takes me. No, the story is I am going to be the one in charge of my life, right? I'm going to stand up. So again, be compassionate when you are looking into this. There is a reason that you behave this way. There is a reason that you believe this. Blaming yourself for it is not going to be helpful at all. That is just going to create this belief that you're not good enough and you're wrong for being a certain way. You're not. There is a reason for it, right? It's all subconscious patterning. So that first of all, and so if you're at this stage of wanting to be curious about your patterns, about looking deeper into your stories, like that's amazing. That's so brave. So just take a moment to realize like, wow, okay, I'm ready to do this. Um, This is so exciting. That is a big step, okay? So the second step is to decide if you know what your story is, is deciding to uh, change it, right? So I changed my story uh, from being in the backseat to grabbing the steering wheel. As that is a metaphor, like what is it exactly that you want to believe about yourself? I'm going to give you another example. So I used to be scared to be in front of a camera, right? I used to feel scared to be judged uh, for my appearance, for talking about spirituality, all kinds of things. And so that made me um, kind of just rush through what I wanted to say and not really connect with my audience, just to uh, detach kind of from my feelings when I was teaching my teachings, right? To just kind of get it over with. And that also is not a really helpful story, right? To be like, I don't believe that what I want to get across is going to be heard or it's going to be received and people are going to judge me and they're not going to like it or whatever story that was, right? And so I decided that's not an empowering story. I don't want to tell myself that anymore. So I got into where is that coming from? Why do I believe that, right? And there have been situations where um, people who are not into spirituality let made it very clear that that was the case. Like, that's okay, right? But um, yeah, maybe those judgments did kind of scare me later on. It had an effect. And so it became a neural pathway of... It's not interesting what I'm what I have to tell, for example. That is just a thought that my mind thought of because my mind needs to protect me. And so it doesn't want me to have those like painful experiences anymore. And so it's going to tell me like, don't speak up, don't talk about that anymore, because they're not going to get it. They are just going to judge you, right? And so I could have taken that on as a truth. I could have kept my mouth shut, but here I am. Um, talking about all this this stuff still because I love it and I decided to change that story because it's not helpful to me if I want to like inspire other people and help other people I cannot keep my mouth shut I cannot hide away and so I changed my story I started to write what my belief was first and then I wrote what I wanted to change it into which is 
The right people are going to hear my message. They are going to feel uplifted and inspired. They will tell me how much they like it, how much I have helped them, um, which is setting your intention right. And so you'll see that reflected back to you. And that has been the case. So thank you guys. Um, And I just love connecting with new people who resonate with my story, right? And this way I can help and connect with those who need it. That is my new story. That it's so fun to connect with you guys and to be able to share my story. And so I consciously decided for that reality instead of the old one. So this is what you can easily do with every kind of belief that you have. Just write down what is the non-empowering belief and what is it that I want to believe instead because that conscious decision of wanting to change it is the first step into changing it it's it's kind of like setting an intention it's kind of like giving your subconscious mind that task to be focused on focusing on something else a new belief and then that is what it will be reflecting back to you because that is its task right the RAS will start to work on giving you proof that that is also true And so you will start to see proof of your new belief and then you can start to shift that story, right? Because the more proof you have, the more you start to believe in that new story. So you can also start to feed yourself proof. You can actively look for the proof that that is true. For example, I started to look for people who have already immigrated, who live in another country and have a YouTube channel about it, right? That is proof. Uh, For example, if you're so excited about being in a more healthy relationship, start looking for couples that have a healthy relationship instead of a toxic one, right? If that is what you're used to. Start looking for the proof that it's possible for you too because other people are around there who are already in that healthy relationship, right? That's how you start to create that new belief that it's possible for you too. So one of my most easy and fun ways to actively work on this is through EFT. EFT is the emotional freedom technique, which helps you to um, change that story actively by tapping on meridian points, which are connected to your neural pathway, to your subconscious mind. You are repeating a pattern, so you are focused on repeating a pattern with tapping on points of the body. And so I also teach you how to do this. It's really easy. So you're tapping on points of the body. So you're giving your subconscious mind something to focus on. And then you bring up your belief. You make it neutral by accepting it, like we talked about in the beginning. And then you enforce it. Then you enforce a new belief by speaking out what you want to believe instead. So it's kind of like affirmations. It's kind of like rewriting that belief, like I said in the beginning, right? What is your belief now? write that down and then write down what you want to believe instead. So you can work on that uh, through tapping and then uh, just going through that. And that is how I've changed so many beliefs and how I've actively started to reprogram my mind. Basically, I do this with a lot of stuff. If I feel anxious about something, I just start tapping, speaking out loud what is bothering me, what I'm scared of, just fully accepting it. There was this line that we use within EFT tapping that is like, even though I feel this way and then you say what like the fear is, I choose and then I choose to deeply and completely love, accept and forgive myself anyway. And this truly neutralizes it. It's like, it's okay that I'm feeling this way. I'm going to love, accept and forgive myself anyway. 
And that just feels so good. You can instantly feel that shift. It's like, yeah, I feel this way, but I'm still like, okay, I'm still um, not going to blame myself for that. And that is acceptance, right? That is going to help you accept it so quickly. That is why I love EFT as well. Because you are being really brave about it. Because you're speaking out loud what the fear is. You are not making excuses for it. You're just like, this is the problem. This is the thing. And even though I feel this way, I'm just going to love myself through it. And what you do then, like I said, is because you have now neutralized it. Because it's okay either way. You can really play with what you want to believe instead. And because you are tapping on these points of the body, you are giving your subconscious mind a task, right? Um, it's really going to be easily integrated what you are going to tell your your mind to your subconscious. That is how you can work with the rest of your thoughts, the 95% to change your beliefs. I have three free videos right now on YouTube. Maybe it's more when you are listening to this uh, where you can try EFT out with me. Uh, I also have the best EFT tapping video uh, within the Date Yourself guide. I created this guide um, kind of alongside the podcast, right? To really love yourself, accept yourself, step into more confidence. That is what that tapping video does as well. So we bring the fear of not being good enough to the surface. And then we rewrite that into something really empowering. We work with that belief. And we change it into something that is going to help you. And that is going to reflect back to you that you're already good enough, right? That is what we do through EFT. So you can download it for free. Uh, it's linked somewhere in the show notes. And so I'm really excited about EFT because it has proven that it can cure phobias. I know someone who has cured her eating disorder with it. Um, it is also used for chronic illnesses. And that is because like, we hold on to that story, right, of being sick, of needing an eating disorder to have control over our problems or our pain, right? There are all these coping mechanisms that we have that become a story. And if we change the story, you can also change the effect that those stories have on us. That is why I think EFT is so, so powerful. So if you're interested in EFT, I would definitely highly recommend checking it out. See if it works for you. Um, with all of these things, like I love using journaling. I love using EFT. There are many more uh, things that you can do out there. These are just practices that have been the most helpful for me. Make sure that you're not getting into this rabbit hole of self-development where it's never good enough, right? So I just want to put that out there. As always, I love talking to you guys. So if you have any questions, please let me know through my instant DMs or email me at omberg.adenberg at gmail.com. And I will love to answer your question. And don't forget to download the Date Yourself Guide if you want to get started with these journal prompts that I use for rewriting my beliefs or the EFT tapping video. There's also a meditation in there that you get. So three things in the guide. Uh, find it in the show notes. I hope you have a lovely rest of your day or evening. This was a long one with a lot of information. So I really hope that this helped you in any kind of way. Yeah, wishing you a beautiful rest of your day or evening and speak to you soon. Love you. Bye. <laughs>